This is Bob Bragg with the Farm News and Views report for the week of October 23rd. The Israeli-Hamas conflict has been the top news story in the world for over three weeks, and there's been a lot of reporting about the human tragedies. But major uh, media organizations haven't reported on the impact that the conflict has had on agriculture in the region. According to agricultural news sources, there are 16 kibbutzes, or farm communities, that are adjacent to the Gaza Strip. These kibbutzes supported highly productive dairy operations that house from uh, 350 to 700 cows each and produce 5% of Israel's milk. Of the 16 dairies, five of them are now in Israel's army's no-go zone. So in addition to the human tragedy of the conflict, there's also animal welfare concerns. Because since the conflicts began, farm workers who survived the initial attack have not been able to feed or milk the cows. It's reported that although Israeli army troops can access some of the farms, Hamas fighters had set fire to many of the hay barns and feed storage buildings, which has left uh, many cattle without feed for the past three weeks. A couple of weeks ago, the American Farm Bureau Federation Market Intel report predicted that the cost of a turkey would be lower this Thanksgiving compared to last year due to a decrease in the incidence of highly pathogenic avian influenza and a recovery of the turkey population in the U.S. However, last week, the U.S. Department of Agriculture's uh, National Veterinary Service Laboratory confirmed a new case of the disease in a Weld County, uh, Colorado chicken flock. At this point, it's unknown whether the outbreak is an outlier or an indicator of another round of infections that will negatively impact poultry producers in the state and bump up prices for poultry products again. As was predicted in August, butter prices have hit a record high this month as lower milk production levels created reduced butter supplies as we head into the holiday season, when demand usually peaks. It's likely that butter prices won't moderate until milk supplies increase, but with these tightening supplies, dairy farmers may see a turnaround in milk prices. Every major automobile manufacturer, including Rolls-Royce, now produce electric cars and light-duty trucks. And there's a continuing governmental push to phase out gasoline-powered vehicles in favor of electric power. Some electric power advocates apparently think that uh, farm power should also abandon fossil fuels and in favor of electric-powered tractors and harvest equipment. But farm power experts point out that switching agricultural equipment from mainly diesel power to electricity isn't such a good idea. While there may be a place for small electric-powered utility tractors, the size and weight of electric tractors versus conventional tractors used on most medium- to large-scale farming operations isn't practical. For example, a John Deere 8R tractor, which is a size commonly used in farm operations in the U.S., has a base weight of 25,000 pounds. Current engineering assessments estimate that an all-electric version would weigh more than twice as much. And that's of concern to soil scientists, who point out that the soil compaction created by such heavy tractors would result in lower crop yields, and that compacted soils are known to release greenhouse gases, such as methane and nitrous oxide. Those are the same gases that exit the exhaust stacks of diesel-powered tractors. That brings to mind the old saying about there ain't no free lunch. Until next week, I'm Bob Bragg.